Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday to you. April 19th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning. Hope you're having a great start to your week. Had a good weekend. Roush, how was your weekend? It was good. Busy. I'm a little, uh, little still on the sleepy side this morning. Tough getting out of bed, but we're here. Ready to rock and roll because... it. It was a very busy weekend. A lot happened. Yeah, busy for me as well, but I uh, hope, uh, hope it was good. Yeah, good. of course. Justin, I know your weekend was technically during the end of last week, and your weekend was more of the start of the work week, but how was it? It was good. It was, it was nice, and, uh, nice and easy, despite uh, both hotels I work at being sold out. Oh, Nice and easy. Sold, Sold out. out. Wow. Yeah. People are big, back. Uh, it was a big sports tournament this weekend. We had cheerleading, volleyball, soccer, dance. Mm. All those were in Louisville this week. Nice. So you were busy. Busy. But it was easy, which was weird. Are they uh, – is, is it getting filled up for Derby? Do you, do you no. see their Derby reservations ahead of time? Yeah. No. no. The One of the hotels is at 61%. The other one's at 49 Wow. wow. And, and the rates, it's weird because the rates in the past have been in the 400s, close to 500, even on the w- way east side where I work. But this year, they're 199. Huh. So. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we've got a lot to talk about. We want to hear from you. We've heard from a lot of you during the weekend on the text line, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. Roush, did you stay up for the volleyball match? I actually stayed up for the match before it ended at 10.50, I want to say. And I was just like, oh, so I'm going to stay up for 45 more minutes after this? Sorry. Like, I, I just can't. So you stayed up for the Florida-Ohio State game, but you didn't You didn't wait the extra 45. And th- that was my effort trying to stay awake. Yeah. Uh, but then when they went to four, it was like, ah. Well, because they do the little halftime thing after three, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so that, you knew that, that was, added – that extra game added probably another hour, right? Probably somewhere in that ballpark, forty-five minutes at least. Stayed up and watched, or uh, at the same. There was two games happening at the time too: Purdue and Washington. So uh, you know, I wanted to kind of see who Kentucky would play if they won. Uh, Purdue's pretty good, so that'll be a good game tonight uh, because the Cats swept the tops. They dominated them back-to-back sweeps. Uh, so that's great, but um. And it's also great that tonight will not be as near as late. It still is the late game. It will go on after the 6.30 match, which volleyball can be kind of like baseball, where that could end in an hour, and we could be playing at 8 o'clock, or it could be 9, 9.30, just depending on how long Yeah, I think in goes. between 8 and 9. I think even at the latest, it'd start at 9, because 6.30, at worst, ending around 8.15, I would say. Well, the thing is, is – Volleyball is one of the few sports that's like college basketball in that when you get to the end, it can just take forever. 
Because you get challenges, then uh, you have timeouts. And you got to win by two, too. Yeah, so. yeah. And it can just keep going on and on. Florida, they uh, – it, it, it was kind of wild. They had one set where they were down to their set point and then end up winning by two, really turned the momentum in that game. So, you know, it's fun watching college volleyball. Enjoy it. I do as well, and that's why I was disappointed that it was going to be such a late start time. Even if it started when they said it was at 10, I was unlikely to watch it. Uh, but it is fun to watch. It's fast-paced. It moves quickly. And they will play the late game again tonight against Purdue. The bracket opened up nicely for them. Mm-hmm. U of L choked away Man. its match against Washington. That was brutal. They were up uh, 5 nothing in the fifth set, then 10-4 and 11-5, and oh, we needed four more points and couldn't get them. Yeah, that's that's a, I mean, that that's a, that's a pretty, pretty tough way to go out. But – the winner of Kentucky-Purdue will play the winner of Washington versus Pittsburgh, which I don't think either one of those teams are nationally ranked. Maybe Washington is. Uh, but Pitt is uh, – they're good. I don't think they lost in the spring. They're, but they were good by ACC standards. They upset somebody, though. And I forget which Big yeah, Ten team it was. Yeah, I think maybe Minnesota. Yeah, there we go. That sounds right. Minnesota, they're printing a power. But Pitt, they're uh, – So you would think if Kentucky year. can get by Purdue, then it's setting up for them to be able to get to the national championship game, which would be pretty awesome. That would be and great. In you know, it was this time it was around this time last year that we were watching virtual NCAA tournaments and that was a oh, exciting you had your form PlayStation of two live thing. Whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. That was it was on YouTube. Uh but yeah, they were just playing the, the old PS three games or PS two <laughs> games or whatever it was. That was that was enjoyable. But I'm kind of pumped to watch tonight's game. I hope it doesn't I hope it starts closer to like the eight o'clock frame than the nine o'clock. The, the T B D they gave us was eight thirty. I think so, that's probably yeah. a pretty fair, yeah. But I, I'll I'll be uh, I'll be excited to Only watch it. Only the second regional final ever uh, for UK. Yeah, I don't think they've 2017, ever. Twenty seventeen, they've been, never been to a final four. Yeah, I don't think I think that's where they came up. Uh, they came up short. So Man, all right, be we got exciting. we got that to look forward to. The Batcats lost another series, which uh, after winning on Friday too, they I, never I, win I, on Friday. I know. I don't know if they did some sort of pitching change or what the hell happened on Friday night, but they get the win Friday, and you're the, like, just win one more and win the series, and that can kind of make up. For the LSU series the weekend before, the pitcher, and, the starter uh, was from Georgia, so he he I guess okay. he just brought his his best stuff because it was against the home state <sighs> school. So they they but lost I think that they lost series seventeen to five. Yeah, they got there. dominated last night. Uh, normally they do a good job of kind of keeping games competitive. I just don't think they're as good as most of the teams that they're playing. But uh, yeah, the wheels kind of fell off there on the Sunday game. But they lose the the series. They were able to get one, but I think they have Louisville on Tuesday now. So. Hey, you got volleyball tonight, then you could have baseball on Tuesday, and I think volleyball again would be on Thursday if Kentucky were to win. So it could be kind of a fun little mm-hmm. side sport week, if you will. But, yeah, hopefully the Batcats can beat Louisville, and maybe that will just – they'll have to live with kind of losing to a bad team twice in one year. Suck it, cards. Yeah, suck it. Yeah. And then, Roush, we had football. Yeah. We had football controversy because when do we not have some sort of controversy in UK athletics? Yep. And we've got plenty of basketball recruiting to talk about as well. So a lot to get to on today's show. Yeah. Um can we start by saying suck at Louisville? Sure. Maybe yeah, suck at Tennessee too. Yeah, well whoever you just dish them out, whoever All right, you want. So Louisville, <laughs> you can suck it. Uh what are they getting to suck it suck for? It. Uh because there are what, eight, nine eight players that Kentucky has received commitments from from the city of Louisville in the last three years since Vince Merrill took over recruiting. Those guys used to end up being cards. But when I was at Keontae Goodwin's commitment ceremony, 
on Saturday. It was a lot of a lot of UK hats there. A lot of people, a lot of kids from UK came to the ceremony. Isaiah Cummings was there, Wanda Robinson, Carrington Valentine. They were former aspirations guy, and now they came back to Louisville to watch Keontae Goodwin commit to the Cats. A right, right, I'm going to call him top 50 because he's like 56th or 54th in most of those rankings. But Goodwin is just a behemoth of a human, and he's going to be a wildcat. We all kind of saw it coming, but nevertheless, a great, great get. And to, to be able to get a guy who could be day one starter at UK at left tackle, that's not an easy position to learn, but he is an incredible talent who has a ton of exceptional athletic traits, the skies and skies high for Keontae Goodwin. Skies high, baby. Woo! Uh, in the big blue wall, it's 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 in good shape. Yeah, that dude is just a monster. I, I the the fact that he's eighteen years old or however old he is. He looked. Uh, Kyle Tucker said he looked like he was in an NFL draft. Yeah, it really did. Like, I mean, and that suit too. I mean, I'm that that was a pretty pretty balling suit. Yeah, he'll be an NFL player sooner than later. Yeah. You never answered me on Twitter I, when he was hugging uh, Wondell Robinson. I, who, who, which one was which? <laughs> Who's who? That's pretty good. He makes it, Wondell it looks, look like a child, like a small little toddler. Like he's going over there and picking up his son. And it, he'd do the same to pretty much everybody, except for maybe you, you big goober. Tre- Trevor would really enjoy it when I say it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito and twins. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was a big-time commitment. It wasn't so much a surprise. The Wades commit to Kentucky as well, so it was a, a big weekend altogether for U.K. football recruiting, keeping that momentum going. Oh, man, and watching Tennessee just slowly implode the, the, their message boards, the Wades committing to Kentucky really just shook them to their core. And it's some of it is from the skill, but most of it's just they can't they they don't they can't fathom losing two four star twins from the state to Kentucky. They just can't. They cannot r- come to grips with the reality that they are a garbage can of a football program. They they brought garbage cans on the sideline to celebrate, but they still the, the their fans just can't understand it. They can't comprehend it, and I, I I love it. I absolutely love it. You're you're fired up. Yeah, because that was awesome. And and the thing, too, with, with Destin Wade in particular, Keaton Wade, he's a, an edge guy who finding those it, – it's hard to find those kind of athletes. He fits the bill. He has uh, kind of like good one, a, a ton of upside and will probably end up being kind of an early player because Kentucky needs help at edge. But with Destin Wade, he was a guy that when you see athlete – you almost always assume that when they're playing quarterback that they're going to end up playing another position at the next level. Most of the time, if they're good enough, they'll at least give them the dual threat quarterback tag. But Wade, Destin Wade surprises me with some of his, his not not just his playmaking abilities, but some of the throws he's making. Uh, and another guy, uh, Joey Gatewood, he had the athlete tag, wasn't playing very well, but Liam Cohen has really helped him progress this spring. And if he can help one athlete turn into a quarterback, then I think he can do the same with Destin Wade, who had 37 touchdowns in a season, Woo. almost 3,000 total yards. Uh, his his highlight tape's a lot of fun to watch. And if you haven't yet, go check that out. Yeah, so huge, huge recruiting weekend. Momentum keeps rolling. A lot to talk about with that. And then I think Justin Rowland of Cats Illustrated has since deleted this tweet, but I guess did an interview with Destin Wade, and they said, oh, yeah, they think I'm just as good, if not better, than Gavin Wimsett. So, like, it wasn't a big deal that he went elsewhere because they Ooh. 
And I think that tweet has since been deleted, or maybe it's been paraphrased or rephrased. It'd be or... great. We, we need to go. Yeah, I'll go get. I, we can dig up that quote. It can't be as good as Gavin Wimsett's quote, though, because what was Gavin Wimsett's quote? Oh, it was of all of the. It's one of those things when I heard it, I was like, "Oh God, I can't crush the kid." But my, whoo boy, like what? Sounds like you want to crush the kid. I'm all for crush the kid. <laughs> Crush the kid. Crush the kid. I mean, because Gavin Wimsett, he's a good kid. He is. But he had... That doesn't sound like crushing the kid. <laughs> when, when, he, when he was asked why he wanted to go to Rutgers by Ari Wasserman from The Athletic, he said, everybody re- remembers the first person to do something. They remember the first person to land on the moon. They remember the person who was brave enough to do something first. I wanted to do something first. Oh, somebody should tell him that Rutgers has been playing football for a long time. <laughs> I think on their end zone it says first college football program. <laughs> but also, like, oh, that is funny. The the Neil Armstrong comp. It's kind of like the Abe Lincoln. I really, yeah, except there's some parallels there. He's doing it to himself. It's uh, it's just not good. I I like that the people didn't get very overly upset over it. They seem to that ship has sailed. But my goodness, quote's hilarious. If you, if, <laughs> I mean, if people just didn't get so worked up and sensitive about things nowadays, you could have so much fun with that. Is he? Suggest- oh man, you need. <laughs> I mean, like his, commi- what, his what commitment the, equals moon landing. Rutgers Sports Radio. If they don't have a picture of him in a spacesuit on the moon, then what the hell are they doing? Yeah. Would be abs- absolutely wild. Like, are you the first kid from Owensboro to ever go to Rutgers? Is that it? Because that could be factual. Oh, also, they weren't bad last year. You know, I mean, they they went they went like five hundred ish. Yeah, it's not necessarily even a like demeaning quote to Rutgers. It's just one that's almost nonsensical more than anything it was, else. I just saw that. I was like, oh, Gavin, no. <laughs> but you know what? Good for him. He's got a little swag. He's excited about Rutgers football. Good on him. So U of L football has zero commitments. Oh yes, and uh, the Which way seems like you'd want more than zero. You you would want more than zero. Uh, meanwhile, Kentucky has the tenth rate class in America, uh, according to rivals. Uh, and I saw a couple of people who follow U of L football closely. Uh, they had a JUCO say he's visiting in June. It's like, ooh, U of L's got some nice visitors coming up in June. It's you know everybody's got some nice visitors coming up in June because uh, Friday. N- Night, they announced that they are, in fact, opening up uh, recruiting in June, as we anticipated. They they had a couple news dumps that there was so much else happening. I don't even know if we posted on the site, and it was also so uh, expected. I mean, I saw Nicole Auerbach from The Athletic. The historic ruling that the one-time transfer rule has been approved. It's like, we've been writing about this for a year and a half. Yeah, even longer than that, really. I mean, it, it, it's... It, so it doesn't feel like some sort of historic because it it just it okay finally it's about damn time now let's keep moving forward keep moving forward yeah like i i have to try to do this to put in context U of L like just imagine if the shoes were flipped and Louisville had the 10th ranked class which they had a solid class last year and part of it was a numbers thing but still a class that i guess for U of L standards was something to be happy with uh, because I don't know in the last seven years for the most part they've been disappointing on the recruiting trail so last year was okay 
But just imagine if like Louisville right now had the tenth ranked class. They were getting all these in-state dudes. Well, they were stealing. imagine them getting from like Lexington too. Yeah, getting from Frederick Douglass or something. Yeah, like that. going into Kentucky's backyard and stealing future a future NFL player. That would be we'd be losing our minds, right? Yeah. Like we would people would be demanding Stoops get fired immediately. That that is the difference for better and for worse between the UK and U of L fan bases. Is that like you still. Louisville fans just aren't even like really talking about recruiting because it's just a little too hard right now. Like, so they're just ignoring it. Like, oh, yeah. and I think most of them realize, like, yeah, something ain't right here. But you still have some of the butt slappers that are like, small class. We're going to fill the holes with JUCOs. We'll be okay. Or not JUCOs, but grad transfers or JUCOs. Uh, we're going to fill the, it's going to be a small class. We're going to fill these holes. Everything's going to be all right. But if the shoe is on the other foot and Kentucky had zero commitments, we weren't really excited about this upcoming season. People, Louisville was taking dudes out of Lexington. We would all be losing our minds. And U of L people are just like, eh, you know, it's okay. We got to give Scott Tots his time. Mm-hmm. It ain't good, U of L folks. I know there's some U of L fans that listen here, but like, you, there is a chance. I, I've read this over the weekend, and there's true. There is a chance. That Satterfield could potentially leave U of L worse than how he found it, which is almost hard to believe would be possible given the end of the Bobby Petrino era. But you look at the most successful players in the Satterfield era so far, all of them Bobby guys. I don't think there's one that's not. Yeah, there. The cupboard was not bare when he got it. I know we argued over it at the time whether it was or not, and obviously it wasn't. Uh, the the some of the athletic talent was there, but they just they don't have players on their roster now. And really, the, the the thing that's kind of what I enjoy, TJ, is that most of the Louisville fans I've talked to are just, have already accepted that Satterfield's done after this year. I mean, that's how bad he's done, Mr. ACC Coach of the Year, that you were flirting with other schools and it didn't work out, so all of your assistants left. Like, the writing's on the wall. Yeah, shocker recruits don't want to play for a coach that doesn't want to be at the school that he's recruiting them to go to. Yeah. Makes, mean, it, ma- just... makes it challenging. And I, I think that my personal Uval friends kind of feel that way too, that like this will be Satterfield's last year. So I, I, what do you do? Like if you feel that way, you don't want to just completely just start making a huge stink about Satterfield in the summer because, you what know what, actually I think I would. I think I would. If I wanted Satterfield gone right now is when I'd just start freaking out and they should you should be freaking out Kentucky is thriving and you all are just continuing to have that gap widen between the two programs which it wasn't and Trevor would always be quick to remind us of this it wasn't too long ago that Louisville had the advantage in the rivalry and they had the more talented players and they had the better teams Uh, it's completely done a 180 in a pretty short time frame. So if I was a Louisville fan, I I think their media members and the the majority of their fan base are playing this wrong. You need to start making a stink about it now, and then if Satterfield has a bad season, then it'll just be all she wrote. Like between the summer and the bad season, it'll be over. Now on the flip side, if they end up playing well, then – you can kind of take a step back and say, well, listen, we were all worked up in the summer because recruiting was bad, and it was really, really bad, but thankfully you've turned it around and had a better year. That's how I would play it. I would be wanting Satterfield out of here as soon as possible. I told Trevor this, uh, Justin, when he was doing producing last year, when he was flirting with all these other jobs, I would have wanted him out of there. He's not good enough to do that stuff. 
He wasn't good enough then, and he's clearly showing he's not well, good enough now. He's been a disaster for U of L, and for UK fans, just hope that they keep yeah. him as long as possible. Yeah, uh, oh, classic uh, Blankenspanker comment. Oh, glad to have Stoops in Lexington. That was like, uh, John Ramsey. Oh, oh, I mean, I don't doubt I mean, that if splitting hairs here. Yeah. I mean, man, remember when John Ramsey was a thing? Gosh. I, I miss I miss the old classic radio in in Louisville. I miss ah. old Locke. I miss John Ramsey. I didn't listen to John Ramsey much, but any it was just that you could turn turn him on for two seconds. He was going to say something silly, yeah, yeah. wrong, or just goofy. But I, the good, thing with Satterfield, stuff. it goes back to our conversation that we had uh, last week about what, and it was referring to college basketball, but what makes a coach good. And in-game coaching gets so much credit, and Satterfield got a lot of credit for his in-game coaching two years ago. Well, you need to have players to do that, and he hasn't brought any in. The roster is really thin this year. I think ultimately what's going to happen is they're going to do the thing that most fans do during the summer, and that's talk. Every college football fan has hope in the summer. You talk yourselves into winning some games that you shouldn't. I mean, we were going to beat the crap out of Auburn. You know, like, it just – now – that that just happens. They're going to do that, and then it's going. They're going. It's all going to come back down to earth against Ole Miss. Maybe they can score with Ole Miss a little bit. You think they're going to have like a summer hype train? Oh. Again, I, even some of those terrible Kentucky teams, like the two win Kentucky teams, we talked ourselves into like the wit throw. Man, is it impossible for a bull? Well, you win these games, and then you maybe still yeah, one here. You talk and there. yourselves into stuff. So, so maybe, but, they, but gosh, what what hurts them though they've is they've got Malik Cunningham. That's it. Yeah. I think the, the, the younger Fitzpatrick back. left. Uh, Akeem, uh, I forget the the running back, but yeah, they they not a whole lot left. Not a whole lot left on that roster. But Justin, Indiana has more football commits than U of L. Yeah, I mean that's I'm actually sitting here thinking while you all are talking and how weird it is that Louisville is down as a program and you've got Kentucky and Indiana who the last five, ten years coming off some of their best seasons in school history, and the momentum's still going. But meanwhile, for Louisville, it's sliding downhill. It's just weird. Well, IU only has one commit, so let's all just slow down. Well, uh, guy from Fayetteville, we'll, Arkansas. We'll be okay. Interesting it's enough. our, hey, our one commit is the highest recruit ever in school history. That's pretty good. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's awesome. Is he a three star? The 24 four, se- four 7 has him as a three star, ranked 977 nationally. McCullough? Uh, no. Um, Caden Turner. You're looking at 2022? I thought it was 22. He might have been a 23 kid. Now that I think uh, of it. So I'll have to look the, into the it. young, young. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's 23. 23. There kid. we go. But, hey, still high. Hey, still, 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 still one commit, though, hey, in 2022. Honest, honestly, than honestly, we don't – I don't know that we need all that many commits in 2022. Yeah. Ooh, Justin, sounds now like, – Sounds like UofL. Do you think Keontae Goodwin – Hey, yeah, listeners can't see me, but hand up. I was wrong. I was wrong. I'll admit defeat. I, I, I truly, when I saw that on Saturday, I was like, he really chose Kentucky? I don't know. We're going to need you to keep saying that he's going to like flip or something. Yeah. I, I don't need you jumping on board and then jinxing this thing, going sure. the other way. Well, because he did say he's going to be taking his visits, Ralph. Yeah. So like, people are freaking out about that. Do we want to tease that and you tell us why we shouldn't freak out when we return? Or do you just want to tell us now? I'm just going to tell you now. Okay. Like, of course he's going to take visits. Like, these that kids should take visits. make me feel better. No. Make me feel better. Go. And I also... Do- the reason why he picked UK was because of his relationship with Vince Marrow. Vince, I, I think it's going to take a lot to to break that bond with Vince, because 
a big part of it is because he gained, you know, buck thirty and was playing at four twenty five, and Vince was still there every day, not only building him up but helping him get over that. So I, I, I think no matter what, even when Saban's working on him or Ryan Day, uh, he's always said like, you know, I don't really put people on a pedestal. It's just another person, you know, to him. So I, I think even if he takes those visits elsewhere, it's going to be just fine. Well, and you know, TJ, as much as I would love to sit here and say that the kid might flip and go elsewhere, at the end of the day, I've got to respect his decision and, and oh, let it roll. Yes. I mean, I, that's all there is to it. Thank you, Justin, for respecting his decision. Just, I wish me more people would do this. I, I do, too. You know, they always say, ask to respect their decisions, but people never respect their decisions. Well, here's – so, football recruiting, do the Wade Twins and – do Goodwin, do they wind up at Kentucky? Odds say yes, even mm-hmm. in the Stoops era. Yep. The high percentage of people committing, staying and sticking with their commitments. Ooh, does uh, the Wandell Robinson, does that statistic now come back and be a positive? Eventually came back. That is, oh, I guess you're right on that. <laughs> but he's, he's one of the few exceptions where you had a late commitment, a commitment later on the process, and also a commitment close to home. Most of the kids mm-hmm. that flip They did that to win Mr. Football. I won't be convinced otherwise. Okay, I don't believe that. I think it was more retribution. Well, we, Nebraska, we, we, we and I have gotten we we have yelled at each other about this before. But um, most of the time, it's kids from Florida or something like that that have never visited UK before, and that's their way of they're committing early. They get a little buzz and then they go elsewhere. Goodwin's been on UK's campus seventeen times. I yeah. mean, yeah, he's been in every football camp I've attended at UK for the last. I don't know how many years, even if he wasn't participating, just hanging out in there. He's got a good relationship with the staff, and I think ultimately that even if he's visiting elsewhere, he'll end up at UK. The biggest thing, you just got to win this year, and that's why that Missouri game is so important. You win that Missouri game, and people that are having fun with this, I cannot say it enough, but and we have to talk about another kind of side angle of this, but people that are enjoying this football recruiting run and are excited about this upcoming season and the future, show up to the games. You, If Kentucky fans can just fill this thing, it's going to consistently be a place that recruits want to play. If Stoops were to ever leave, it'd still be a place that coaches want to come. It's It's – it's basically up to the fans at this point. I think so long fans wanted the football program to commit. They've they've committed. It's rolling now. Now the fans need to do their part, treat this like a Final Four basketball game where tens of thousands of thousands will travel. Uh, you don't even have to travel that far. Maybe you live in Lexington. Maybe you live an hour oh, away. You need the, to start getting up there to the Krogue on Catterdays and filling this place, even I, the cheap seats. I'm, I'm at least feeling the excitement with my friends, uh, one of my buddies – from college, he lives in Georgia. He's already planning two weekends. He's planning for Florida and LSU to come up. Seriously, I mean, like no. get your hotel rooms right now. But that Missouri game to really get this thing going. That's the only thing that would worry me about Wade and Goodwin is if Kentucky just lays a stinker this season and like it's not the year that I thought it's going to be, uh, which kind of recently happened with the basketball season. So let's <laughs> hope that that doesn't happen. But it's a as long as Kentucky gets eight wins, I bet those dudes will stay committed. Even mm-hmm. seven wins. You just can't have like a four and eight shocking well, season. After watching the spring game, we got plenty of reasons to be excited about this season, right? Yes. Oh, wait. Uh, no. Yeah, we didn't. And actually, there was a major injury. So let's oh, go to a break. Maybe if we donated more money, we could have seen it. Well, well and that's so along these same lines of me telling people to show up to games and whatnot. Uh, 
we got we we got to talk about cool. another controversy in UK athletics because again, it's always something. You're listening to KRC here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your Monday morning. We'll be right back. That is what we are. No one in between. How can we be wrong? Sail away with me to another world, and we rely on each other. From one lover to another. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. It's like, how can you? How can you hate? How can you hate? You just gotta like look at her and be like, ugh. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was our buddy Nick Roush. Put together by Justin Kalen. I'm TJ Walker. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Hope you're having a great start to your week. You can make it better by hitting up Salsaritas, whether today, this week, dinner, lunch, whenever it may be. Uh, it's delicious food, folks. They've got quesadillas, burritos, tacos, taco salads, burrito bowls, quesaritos, you name it. They've got it along with wildly addictive chips and spicy hot salsa. If you go to one of their two locations in Louisville right now, well, when they open up at 11 o'clock, Today, if you go sometime today or the month of April, remember to round up your change to the Make-A-Wish Foundation chapters of Indiana, Kentucky, and Ohio. You'll be doing uh, a little bit, a nice little deed. But if everybody does it, it goes a long way, and they'll make a lot of money, and it really helps a lot of kids. So you'll be doing a good cause. You'll be doing it for a good cause when you go to Salsaritas. Middletown, they have a drive through St. Matthews, they've completely renovated their inside. And, folks, again, get their chips and their hot salsa. And it their is app, because I just picked up good. some bonus points over the weekend by doing nothing. Oh, yeah. The app as well. You'll save Pretty you great. money, you'll save you time, and it will be uh, it'll be all around good, clean fun. All right, before we hit that break, Roush, we talked about the controversy. Mm-hmm. Shocker. I hope everybody's sitting down. If you're driving, you may want to pull over. Make sure your seatbelt's on. I don't want you bursting out of your car. Sometimes rich people with money get privileges that people that aren't rich don't get. <gasps> I know. I know. It's crazy. So a lot of the big wig donors, Roush, they got to check out the spring game. Didn't Where, that tick you off a little, though? Well, no, not really. And here's here's my take on it. And this is, I'm not trying to be like take your contrarian. Contrarian. I'm not trying good. to be a contrarian here. Mm-hmm. But... I was just mad that I wasn't able to see the spring game. I was mad that they didn't have it on at all in any capacity whatsoever. Yeah. My damage with the spring game was already done. When they made that decision and they used COVID as their cop-out, that just steamed me from the get-go. I don't care if some – I mean, I, w- I figured some folks were going to be able to watch it, like be able to see it be in the stadium for when they were going to have their scrimmages or their final scrimmage, but I'm sure there was people there for other scrimmages as well. You can see them in the background and even on some of the earlier ones. Yeah, but- yeah. They, they let parents – but here's the thing. Where they were really dumb. Uh, just don't tweet about it. Like I, I know that there's always people at these I'm, scrimmages I bet that they probably told people not to tweet about it. And UK was the one who put it out there, though. That's the that's the part I don't get. It's like, hey, no spring game for anybody. Oh, they did tweet that the UK. That was the K yeah, Fun. The K Fun tweeted, tweeted it out. out. There. I'm pretty sure that tweet is still out there. Like it wasn't. Yeah, probably, taken probably, down. But it's like, probably hey, no spring game this year for fans. Well, 
Except the really so, rich ones. So I, I don't care. Like, like It was just dumb not to have a spring game. You're trying to sell tickets. You're trying to further the brand that is Kentucky football. And you're trying to help recruiting as well. You needed to have a spring You needed to have a spring game on TV or one where people could come I in mean, attendance. It was really dumb from the get-go. There were spring games all over my yeah. television on Saturday. It yeah. bugged the bejesus out of me. Yeah, and because, we didn't even get ours and, on TV. And the worst part is that every person that I've talked to who is there, like, there wasn't anything really remarkable other than, you know, the guys play well. Like, I didn't hear about one big play. Like, it was just, there wasn't a whole lot for to share from a behind the scenes scoop or whatever you kind of want to do. But if we saw it, then we would have a lot to, we could dissect things individually. If there's any sort of like running log or anything like that, it just, it stinks that we, the spring game, which we admittedly know is a not, not a waste of time, but like we make mountains not a waste, out of not a we, waste we time. make a mountain out of the molehill that it is, and it's a ton of fun to get overhyped and overanalyze a pretty vanilla scrimmage. But th- so it's not much, and they couldn't even throw us that bone. That was the part that really just it's uh, like when you were a kid and you were being good, but you had to run a bunch of errands with your mom. You just get a little toy. Yeah, no, it's nothing really. It's not going to change your life, but no. it's just a little something. It's a little. It's a little kickback for being good. It's a little something to get excited about, and uh, it, it it'll kind of draw your attention for maybe a couple of weeks, maybe a month at best. That's what the spring game is. That's why we needed to have it. Now the disconnect between Kentucky and its rich fans and the common folk. I don't buy into it as much as other folks do, but but this is pretty. This isn't. I don't have an issue with that. Like this is something that if you pay extra money, you should get extra privileges and benefits. Where my biggest issue is coming back and beating that dead horse that's out back again is that like that's that's an understandable privilege. You get behind the scene access if you pay X amount of dollars. You are help fueling. You need to keep those people happy, by the way, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they are they they're do they're carrying a little bit more weight than you and I are, whether we like it or not. Yeah, that's just that's a, true. the cold hard truth. We do want to keep those people happy. What I think is the most embarrassing thing about this disconnect, using air quotes around that word, but this disconnect between UK and the common fans is, again, I'm all right with throwing people bones that give you more money, but as simple as being able to buy a beer is one of the luxuries of being rich at Kroger Field, being a rich fan in UK athletics versus not being one. That is insulting because they're saying, hey, these rich people can handle their liquor. You common folk, you guys will be like animals if we give it to you. Mm -hmm. That's where I get bugged by this disconnect. And it's not even so much the beer because people are sneaking it in. It's just the mindset of like, hey, the rich people can handle it. You other thousands of of people, no way. We're not opening that can of worms with you all. That is disrespectful. Allowing rich people to go see practices. They go to practices all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, and and that doesn't bother me at all. It's when they're going to something that normally everybody gets to go to. They would be like, we're having... They drop the ball at the spring game from the get-go. Yeah, they'd be like, we're canceling fan day. Well, except for you folks. You know what I mean? Like that's The the whole point of the spring game is to give everybody a chance to watch the team, yeah, and they, instead only select few. So totally UK just botched spring football this year. And here's the thing, too. If you could get that many people to strip the team, you could get more. You could get a lot more with, and still have your vaccinations happening at Kroger Field. In all fairness, though, guys, was, we, the, the people came after me for even suggesting that. In all fairness, we are still right in the middle of this pandemic, and you've got schools still trying to figure things out. I agree with you that Kentucky didn't handle it the right way. Um, of course you want to have – 
fans there for your spring game. But in a in a roundabout way, does this not make you excited more for next season because of the mystery surrounding it no, all? No, because not. this is just Stoops' thing. He was keeping it secret. He was going to keep Derek Jackson's injury secret. Like that was going to happen if, <laughs> if if I didn't ask him about it. Like that, they're 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 overly secretive, and it just annoys the bejesus out of me. It just does. Which I guess we can talk about it now. Derek Jackson, the guy who was on his way to becoming David Davis's replacement mm-hmm. at middle linebacker, tore his Achilles. Can we ever just get a like? I know every team deals with this to some extent, but gosh, it's it seems like it's guys. There was a non-contract. It was non-contact. Yeah, and like it was just warming up. And the reason why people didn't it notice like it is because something. it was during warmups. Uh, because you never believe this. There were donors at the there. There, there was a lot of people at that first scrimmage. As well. No, they go to practices and scrimmages more than people would yeah. have even a clue. And But nobody noticed it. There wasn't a cart taken in, anything like that, because it happened during warm-ups. And it's now the third straight time where you've had your guy who you thought was going to be your starting middle linebacker go down. Uh, now, Jamin Davis didn't necessarily go down. He was just – we. You thought you were going to have him for more than a year. But he was so good that he went off, and now he's going to be a first-round NFL draft pick. But – uh, it was Oates, the Davis, now Jackson, and this isn't a, a a group that's got a ton of depth. They just they just don't. Uh, there's there's not a whole lot to work with there. Jared Casey was a guy that first. It's just uh, been came a spot in. they just can't. It's just been unlucky. Uh, that's been the issue with it. That's why they haven't been able to build depth. There's been depth pretty much at every other position except here, and it's mainly because. I mean, they the thing have, that happened with yeah. Oates, tragedy with Oates, there's been injuries left and right, yep. and now you just had another one to the list. Well, and at least they did sign a game changer at uh, middle linebacker. And from everything I've heard from Trevin Wallace, I'm pretty sure he can come in and, and, and play right away and probably be the starter. Either way, I, I have a feeling that – as of right now, they will do a 50-50 kind of split with him and Jared Casey okay. uh, playing at that middle linebacker. Now, they could go to the portal and get say. somebody. There's, there's, I know of at least one really talented guy that's not in the portal now that could come in and play right away. But the question is, how many like, – you, 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 Kentucky's playing the numbers game now. You didn't have to as much before, but now it's going to come down to how many people are going to leave after the spring and how much room do you have to bring on other guys? Because I, I'm pretty confident they're going to get at least one outside linebacker. Uh, they just they don't have very many guys there. You have Jordan Wright, you brought in Justice Dingle, but they're just there's not a ton of guys at outside linebacker. Hit but, up the portal, baby. So I, somebody on yeah. spring isn't going to like where they were at, or you can you know there'll be something. Or somebody will have a blow up spring at some, you know, kind of poop state university and then be like, mm-hmm. I need to I need to up my game, go right. to a bigger school. And then that's where we'll just we'll grab them and we'll take them. Yeah. Now, heck, they already got one from the portal, but you know, Luke Fulton, he's you know, it's probably gonna take him a little bit longer. I feel like he's a slower roller. Uh nevertheless, uh there's my second nevertheless for today. Is it nevertheless or nonetheless that drives the or, all I guess the, just whatever all the less. Uh, the, <laughs> All more, the lesser, none the, the less. lesser. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kentucky, that's it's a big loss because Jackson was really, really coming along. Yeah, that was that uh, that stunk. Mm-hmm. That was a uh, major bummer. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. We'll start getting into the text line. We need to talk. Uh, haven't even kind of switched gears over to basketball yet, and some of the rumblings, some news. I think either that broke this some morning stuff or brewing. last night. I don't know what. Yeah, it was late last night, but uh, something people are expecting a big week for UK basketball. Ooh. We'll kind of 
Guess wildly at what that could mean. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Put your arms around me, baby. I just want to fly. Where you want, where you try, where you want. Put your arms around me, baby. Put your arms around me, baby. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. So which opponent poses the biggest threat to you in the tournament? <laughs> if I get drunk and fall down hurt myself, I might lose. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call Roll on Big Call. X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning. Hope you're having a great start to your week. Monday stink, but uh, they don't last forever. That's what I always say. Won't stink that bad if you go out to Bobby Cook. No, it won't. Get some swings in at Bobby Cook Golf Academy right off exit four here in southern Indiana. Especially this week, it's pretty nice today, but Jude Redfield's calling for snow on Wednesday. You can't golf in the snow. You lose your ball. What the hell? It's my anniversary on Wednesday, and when we got married three years ago, it was like a perfect, beautiful day, but it was, I think, like the week before or two weeks before, that Saturday. It was in April, obviously. We got a ton of snow, and... Just April? You you're gonna Never get like know a, what you're, you're gonna get. You're gonna get a random you're gonna get some random snow in April. Uh late April is always a rarity, but yeah, so Wednesday snow. Yeah, yeah. So perfect time to go out there. I had a I so I had to test the ankle out, went and golfed with my mom yesterday. Just had a great time. Beautiful weather. Ankle held up fine for, for the most part. But right now my thing is just like I I start off pretty well and then once my body starts to get tired or maybe the beer starts to set in, whichever one it is. You know, I start getting lazier with my swings. I need to go to Bobby Cook. That's the thing on that. It, it on the Stay virtual range, steady. It, it says how many balls you're hitting too, and again, it shows you the stats when you're hitting those balls at Bobby Cook Golf Academy. I just need to, you know, hit 7,500 balls, and then once I'm you know, starting to get tired, make sure mm-hmm. my form's doing what it needs to do. Those are all things you can do over off Exit Four at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy, Roush. Yeah, and you can book your tee time. Today by visiting BobbyCookGolfAcademy.com. That's Cook with an E. Or giving Bobby a call at 812-913-4415. There you have it. Bobby Cook Golf Academy. BobbyCookGolfAcademy.com. All right. Let's get into a few texts, and we'll we'll save some basketball talk for uh, Sounds good. For hour number two. A texter, 502-414-1450. Interesting to hear Kentucky inquired, then reached out. Have to assume they'll be touching base soon. I think that was in reference to Jake Weingarten with Rocket Watts' report that they had reached out and then they inquired. Yeah, he had some funny wording with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That Jake, but get good. you somebody that hyped you up like Jake Weingarten does with literally any basketball player. Love it. Huge upside. Mm-hmm. Bright future. Ryan Howard is number one in the Athletics 2022 WNBA mock draft. Can't mess around with her this year. Well, that's exciting if that's uh, true. Didn't Dana Evans fall? U of L Media was furious that Dana Evans ended she up was going in the as, top 10 as, pick, as right? late. Yeah, I think it's she like went 13th. like 13th or something. Uh, people were just absolutely furious that she, that she fell the way that she did. But Roush is right. If Ryan Howard's projected to be the number one pick, you got to get you got to be on Final Four's door. You got to be in that Elite Eight game with a good chance to win it. 
you cannot waste the best player in college basketball and not make it to a Sweet 16 with her, I don't think. They go to Sweet 16 too. No, they can't. The tournament was canceled. So, yeah, yeah. You, you got you got to you got to really try to break through to get to the Final Four, and it's tough because you got a kind of inexperienced coach that also needs her time to be able to figure some things out. But that's the hand that you were drawn. Hey, you had this nobody, year to do it and nobody figured it out. Nobody, pains. yeah, nobody's going to feel bad that you're trying to figure it out with the best player in college basketball. So, mm-hmm. I, I hope women's basketball has a better year next year. Hopefully, they will. Texture says, remember when John Robick called the scorekeeper a cheating MFer at Texas Tech when they tried to foul out Maxie with four? Love that guy. Uh, that, that's an underrated, just funny little sports memory. And that UK game at Texas Tech, that was a great win. Take the dub. Back to Lex. Was, was that that game? No, it was Tennessee. Oh. It was the win at Tennessee. Oh, I, there were so many that year, I forget. Which well, No, but Kentucky basketball stinks. I need to. never going to be good again. I watched the Knicks yesterday. I watched like the fourth quarter of that game, second half or so, overtime. Quickly had a chance to win it in regulation, and it rimmed out. But, my God, uh, Lonzo Ball sucks. Like, the dumbest thing. He made maybe the dumbest play in the history of basketball, and it won't get talked about, but the Knicks were down three with 11 seconds left, and Derrick Rose, he got by his guy, and he was just going to shoot a layup at the rim, and they were going to be down one with three seconds, or probably like five seconds ago. And instead, Lonzo Ball goes to help off the corner no, to like so try to stop him. And so he kicks. It gives a wide open three, and they mm-hmm. tie it up. It goes overtime, and the Knicks end up dominating. Knicks are like, I we've never lived through the Knicks being good, so I might just hitch myself to that. That them, I think they're 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 teeing themselves up to be my Miami Heat of Kentucky bandwagon teams this playoff run. Interesting. Yeah. Because we can do that. Just well, what yeah, what can, what team of former cats is doing good? Okay, well I'll I'll go cheer for them. I just don't like the Knicks, but you know if Quickly's awesome and Randall keeps dominating. Randall's the way been crazy. Yeah, my God, he had forty five Friday night and a game winner, fifteen and five or something like that. Smooth. Is Julius Randall the player that the Knicks thought Porzingis would be? Probably. Well, no, I didn't think that they thought Porzingis was going to oh, be Oh, are you great. kidding me? And then oh, he, yeah, they oh, did. Oh, Knicks fans. Knicks fans. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it was even better, too, that Randall had that crazy night. He had a stat line that hadn't been done by Knicks since Bernard King in, like, 85. And it was against Porzingis, who was not uh, – he, he did not look great at all. Julius Randall, too, very happy he's having this year, just so uh, Kentucky fans can remember just how freaking awesome he was in 2014. Seriously. Like, he was so damn good. I mean, in – that dude was awesome. <laughs> he was a double double every game while they were struggling, and he's he like would just consistently he go to war. Too. Yeah, like, and now he's, he's hitting step backs. Like I think he's like I think it's like more muscle where he had a little baby fat when he was in college, but he like still looks almost the same, which is just more of a testament to when that dude was eighteen years old playing <laughs> college basketball. <laughs> it's crazy, dominating juniors and seniors on uh, on a run to a national and, championship. And also game. the fact that people knew he was going to pretty much do a spin move almost every time in the post, and yet they still couldn't stop it. And I know Aaron Harrison won all those games, but it, like teams also just. Kentucky wasn't an awesome outside shooting team. Like Aaron Harrison was shrieky. Andrew didn't start really hitting threes at a better clip until his sophomore year. And then James Young didn't end up being the shooter we thought. Still a nice player, solid college basketball player, but not the shooter that we thought he was going to be. So teams were able to kind of clog that 14 team a little bit more. But yeah, I've been, it's been awesome seeing him do the, the things that he's done. All right, let me uh, ask you a history question here, Justin Kalen. Ooh. <laughs> this is going to be wrong. What happened 
246 years ago Jesus. and three hours on this day in history. 244 years ago. 46. 46. 246 years ago and three hours. I'm tapping out. In the future, can you like give me two minutes to think about these things? What, so you're going to look them up? No. No, I just got to do my math and figure out what year right, you're well, talking about. 200 years ago yeah. would be 1821. Minus 46. So I think we know where this is going. 1775? 1776. I would guess. Are you going to take your guess as to what happened in 1776? Uh, the, I can't think of the name of it. The Declaration of Independence. Okay, so that's 4th of July. That's the holiday oh, I celebrate every 4th of July. <laughs> which really, it actually got signed at different times. Uh, not was just horrible. the 4th of July. Actually, not... August the 2nd. More sun there. You earned that National Treasure. Great yeah. movie, by the way. <laughs> awesome um, pregame. So, I'm not going to say... Ooh, victory at Yorktown. No. Um, so, no. A few things. First off... You got you got the year right, seventy seventy five, and then you for some reason oh. just avoided the two hundred and forty six years, and instead thought it was two hundred and forty five years. But neither here nor there. It was uh, the shot heard around the world. It was like the oh. battle. Battle last, last night was the midnight ride, which actually was technically on this morning, but it started on the eighteenth, going into the nineteenth. Oh, Paul but Revere! You know what the ride was like? Hey, we need to get all our guns and ammos and stuff because the British are coming, and we better get all that stuff out. But the first shot, 700 British troops marched into Lexington, Massachusetts, found 77 armed Minutemen, Minutemen, and somebody shot a shot at 5 a.m. Nobody knows who it was, and it was the first shot of the American Revolution 246 years ago and three hours today. Wow. And just a few weeks after this, Lexington, Kentucky was founded, named after where the first battle, using air quotes around battle because there really wasn't much of a battle, of the American Revolution. Was Suck started. it, Redcoats. So we bring it all back home to Kentucky because Lexington, just a few weeks later, uh, I want to say in June of that year, yeah, McConnell Springs. You ever been there? I actually haven't been to McConnell Springs. I hear it's cool. really nice, yeah. It's like just a cool place to be like, oh, wait, this is like where and Lexington was founded. in kind of an industrious part, too. It's weird. You like go past, <laughs> yeah. you go past like, this the Humane not, Society. Because you know, they, they have yeah. like the wildlife and stuff kind of set up the way that it was. Highly recommend if you're ever in Lexington just doing, it's like a 30-minute like loop. You just nice. make this, yeah, it's on your way into town. I think there are no dogs allowed there, too. That's no dogs allowed. Never been, which is really dumb. Which we brought the dog one time, yeah. and <laughs> he just had to stay in the car. Yeah. But he got to look Re- at it. Really dumb. Like, oh, here's a nice park, but your dog can't. Well, come. there's like a spring. I mean, there's like a legitimate spring, and I guess dogs were getting in there and they're oh. like eroding away the spring and stuff like that. Yeah, but who, you know, get good dogs. Yeah, like that are on leashes who don't say. get in. Oh, speaking of good dogs, we got to talk about Thunder over Louisville an hour too. Oh yeah, very much looking forward to that. All right, you're listening to KRC here on basketball. Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. One first Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. 
Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Roll Sports Radio. Okay. Hey, this Mother's Day, get mom something that truly reflects your appreciation for all she's done over the last 12 months. Get her a timeless and meaningful gift from Genesis Diamonds. Genesis Diamonds with a special selection of affordable gifts for mom. Shelbyville Road Plaza next to Trader Joe's. Nice thing about Genesis Diamonds, too, is you can go in there, no pushy commission sales staff, and you can say, hey, here's my budget. I need to get my mom something, and they will just start to help you, which is great for guys like myself, Roush that uh, I'm not like a jewelry expert. I don't know really what is fancy, what looks good. Uh, They have helped me several times at Genesis Diamonds, and they'll help you to go big this Mother's Day with a gift from Genesis Diamonds over on Shelbyville Road. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning. Let's talk a little basketball before we get back into the text line, but C.J. Frederick. A lot of folks are familiar with him here in Kentucky. He went to Iowa, played two years, three-point shooting specialist on teams that could really score the basketball, those Iowa basketball teams over the last few years. Not uh, known for his defense. He is officially in the transfer portal. Been a lot of rumors that he may end up back at Kentucky, Roush. Yeah, that was – I thought those had died down, though. You know, like the the CJ Frederick to UK thing that was early on. That was happening while the NCAA tournament was still happening. But I, uh, it, yeah, they 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 heated up early on, and then they did die down. And then just over like the last couple of days, there's been more rumblings. And I think you even had uh, McCaffrey at Iowa like comment and be like, "No, he's been hurt, but he's about ready to get back on the court." And then now the the news kind of leaks. The former Cubcats star. Would you want him at Kentucky? Seems like people think he's going to end up at UK. I I don't know if he will or if he won't, but I do have some takes if it were to happen, if it weren't to happen. And also, the way things are going with Tata Washington, I mean, I I, I just wonder how many more, like if you're bringing this guy in, how many more are you going to bring in? Well, I don't know. Maybe you're not getting Tata Washington. Here's yeah. the way I look at it. If you bring in C.J. Frederick, that's your Devin Askew, Rocket Watts box checked. That's just like, all right, we've, we've got another option. This is just another fun piece to have. But that's not going to be somebody that I think that you're you're going to a Final Four because you brought in C.J. Frederick. I don't think like, hey, Kentucky's going to be amazing. That's just a nice toy to have if something ends up coming of it later on in the season, if he hits some threes for you, if he helps spread the floor so things are easier for Oscar inside. I don't know, but it'd be a nice piece to have. I would, I certainly wouldn't say no to C.J. Frederick, but if you get him, you still need that superstar. You still need a Marcus Carr. I, I, don't, I, I think if you bring in C.J. Frederick and Ty Ty Washington, I still think you're rolling the dice maybe a little too much heading into the season. I think that could be fine. If Hickman's as good as I think he's going to be, if Ty Ty's as good as a lot of other people think he's going to be, you probably would be okay. You certainly would have shooters with Grady and Frederick and Dante Allen. I mean, that's scary to think about. But I still just don't know if you have dudes that can take over games. That would worry me a little bit. So bring him on in, but I still think you'd need a Marcus Carr caliber player, even if you do that. So that's where I stand on the C.J. Frederick thing. I don't want Kentucky to bring in C.J. Frederick and be like, all right, we got our guards, we're ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's still something missing, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good way to put it. That this, is can't a, really defend. this is kind of a, a gravy, here's just another guy who can shoot a bunch of threes. 
We need shooters. Go get them. Yes. Uh, just be a nice piece to have. Could do some fun lineups. You could play him and Dante Allen together somehow, and you know, that that could cause some problems for some teams. But 47% three-point shooter, that's great, but he still only averaged, I think, seven points per game. And I just would want uh, – just think I'd want a little bit more. I think he only hit 37 three-pointers, which would put him second on Kentucky. Dante Allen hit 31 in uh, significantly less minutes. So Over half those coming from two games. Yeah. Really. It's probably not even all that uh, inaccurate, but uh, <laughs> close, close to it for sure. So that's the scuttlebutt there. Also a lot of rumors – Roush, that there's going to be coaching shakeups. I've had some people reach out to me and be like, what have you heard? I just know that if uh, if Joel can get that, it, if he can replace Wes Miller, I think he'd do that. And I think maybe that's what a lot of people are thinking may happen. But we've talked about Tony Barbie's wanted a chance to be a head coach somewhere else. We were told when Bruiser Flint was coming in that it wasn't going to be like a long thing, but we also heard that about Tony Barbie too, and he's been there now for several years. But are you expecting a coach shakeup this week? Seems like there's some hints at it. Yeah, there's been a lot of hints at it. Uh, I, I do think the Joel to UNCG makes a lot of sense. Um, what, what I'm, I, I just don't know if there can be anything more to the, because anytime you hear of a rumored coaching shakeup, it's oh Orlando's coming back, and I I just. Yes, I, I, I've got to be doubting Thomas. I have to because I, it just I, I've got to be doubting Thomas and need to see it to believe it. So I'm going to I'm going to walk cautiously until until I I, I see these rumored coaching shakeups. And I just also want people to know that like if Kentucky if 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 this were to happen, which it almost seems like this has been UK lore, like getting Orlando Antigua back for so many years that it is hard to hard to believe it actually will happen. I do just want to say, if it does happen, as Calipari would always used to say, there's no magic wand. It's not like Orlando's instantly going to start getting like one, two, three, four best players in the class to come to Kentucky, like you did with John Wall and Demarcus Cousins and whatnot. I, I would certainly welcome it. Things were great when Orlando Teague was at Kentucky. Why would you not want another chance at replicating that and duplicating it? But I, I would want – like the recruiting game has just changed. And in, in not to skirt around it, it's changed because I just think teams are just cheating their you-know-what's-off. And then now you also have the G League option. And I think I mean, Chet Holmgren's deciding today. Yeah, which I still can't get over the fact that he's the uh, – Number one player? Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to go to Gonzaga, but some people think it could be the G League. So, uh, who cares? Uh, I don't. But even if it is Orlando and Tigua, I would kind of temper recruiting expectations a little bit. Things are different than they were ten years ago. They are a lot. A lot of a lot of things are different. So, but but I guess we'll keep an eye on that. I'll take any sort of news during uh, summer radio. But like we did talk about, you do have volleyball tonight, baseball tomorrow, and. Uh, could be a fun week, but supposedly there's going to be some rumblings. There's going to be some news with UK basketball, so we'll be keeping an eye on that stuff. Let's get back to the text line, 502-414-1450. Texter says, one of the students in my class tried betting me that UK would not get Goodwin. LOL, what an idiotic and dumb bet. Newsflash, he was a U of L fan. 
I love it too that you're calling your student an idiot. <laughs> he was great. just I'll take the blame for that. He was listening to KRC and and got behind me. <laughs> what was what was the bet? That would be funny if you just took a student's money. Like well, 20, it'd be it'd be bucks. much funnier if you had them, you know, doing the Bart Simpson writing lines on the chalkboard. I will not make dumb bets against UK. Good wins a cat. Good wins a cat. <laughs> Dexter says, speaking of cameo, very cool of Nick's ex-boss to do them for the folks out of the kindness of his heart. And $40. He does not charge $40 for a cameo. We should do cameos. Yeah, if we did cameos, we'd pay people to do it. $40? That can't be true. That would crack me up if that's true. A texture says, I can't believe WAP and White Boy Summer didn't make the cut for Thunder, but I can see how those would be problematic. Man. What if WAP was one of the songs? It was kind of awkward even when they just played like Jack Harlow, like some of the rap songs, because it's just like, you know how many like old people are listening or watching these fireworks and just being like, I can't understand a word so, that they're saying. It was so bizarre to have a fireworks show where you didn't have people show up. I mean... It's the whole point of a fireworks show. It looks show. solid on TV. So what a hilarious – Roush and I were texting over the weekend about this. What a hilarious development. So they cancel a few of the locations because crowd. they thought crowds were building there. What a crock. Like this whole yeah. thing. I really do feel like Mayor Fisher's whole term as mayor is just like Veep with Selena Myers. Like it's just like one goof <laughs> after another. And so – are you on the same? They were never going to go to five different spots. I think that they had these spots Ooh, picked out. Really? From, yeah, I think oh. they. Yeah, because they said they were canceling spots because they were worried people were going to gather. Were there no concerns of people gathering near Bowman Field around the exposition I, I, center? I guess that there's less places. Like, if you go to the park, you can literally just park and sit down. Like, there's not really. Where are you going to go around Bowman Field? There's a million places all like, around Seneca, like Seneca Park. Seneca Park. Oh, oh, I guess Seneca Park. There's yeah, a billion, yeah. and even around the golf course, there's that little makeshift driving range a lot of people go to on Pee Wee Reese, uh, and then all along Taylorsville Road, those neighborhoods, Seneca Boulevard, and streets like that. They, this is this was a crock. And then which one when they're determining who gets it and who get doesn't get it? Well, we're definitely not taking the one away from Southern Indiana for Thunder over Louisville. Yeah. <laughs> And not even really Southern Indiana. I mean, it is technically Southern Indiana, but we're going to go Caesars to where? Right? That's Elizabeth, Indiana? Yep. Which is, what, 40 minutes away? 30 uh, minutes away? Yeah, probably 30 from here. Yeah. You could see it so probably let's, let's, better let's from... Let's go there. I mean, you could probably see it decently from the like Cane Run Road, like across the river or yeah. something like that. But it, And the thing, too, I'm close to the fairgrounds, maybe... Two and a half miles. <laughs> Such and I, I couldn't see him from my house. So it was like, we're bringing thunder to the rest of the city. It's like, well, are you? You can't really. I, I heard lots of fireworks kind of early on uh, just from people in my neighborhood shooting them off, but nothing to do with thunder. And I even t- put on my phone for a second while we were watching a movie. I was like, oh, we'll see what the thunder. And then I'm just like, oh, this is watching fireworks from a screen. Like this is, this completely defeats the purpose. How of loud fireworks. were they in your house? Just around the neighborhood, I heard a couple, and it, it, they were okay. I mean, it wasn't bad. It didn't. The dog or the baby were not bothered. We so could, they we that could loud. hear them in Linden. See, we could. I couldn't hear not. fairgrounds at all, even if I walked outside. 
Or I guess if I I'm walked outside, I could. I'm not that for a second. But I couldn't see them. I didn't even bother going out. I was like, I just don't really care. Yeah, I knew you probably wouldn't be able to see them, but you definitely had to be able to hear them. We, I couldn't hear them inside with the TV on and whatnot, but if you went outside on the deck, you could hear them. And the poor dog heard them, and he hates fireworks. But uh, I did uh, watch some of the air show just to kind of get the juices flowing, and because our friend Haley Minogue was uh, broadcasting it. That was pretty cool. The just, air show is way better than the fireworks. You a big air show guy? Oh, yeah. See, I think it's cool. I just don't know enough to really appreciate it. And they they at least tell you, they kind of inform me of some of the stuff, like what these planes actually did. I think the the ones that refuel are really cool just because it amazes me that that can actually happen. And uh, I, I was bummed, though, that it was all at Bowman Field because I was expecting it to be at the regular airport and I was going to be able to see some of them. Oh. But I did just, I saw some of them actually leaving on Sunday. And those old planes are pretty cool, really loud. Speaking of old planes, did you all see the air show south of Cocoa Beach in Florida? I did see that. <laughs> what yeah. happened? Uh, had to make an emergency landing in yeah. the ocean in front of just a bunch of beachgoers. It was so a they... ni- 1995 World War II plane, Nick. Mechanical issues. He had to land it in the water. Wow. It was wild. 1995 World War II plane is a weird... 1945. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, did I mishear that? Or are we just going to let him... 45. <laughs> it was a case where he was he was doing a Trevor a horse before the car, and it was That's like... Right. 50 you know, years after the World War II, they were like, just in case this bad boy starts back up, we need some more planes. The 1995 edition. I was going to say, it looked like uh, much older than a 1995 plane. But hey, they landed like a champ. Yeah. Didn't uh, hit anybody. Don't it was think crazy. Any, yeah, I don't think anybody was hurt either. And that was good. Yeah, but like, like landed 20 feet from the beach. The video is pretty wild. Maybe uh, Justin could post it to the Facebook page, just because I like when we talk about stuff, people being able to see it. And join us over there on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page. Just search Kentucky Roll Call wherever you, you wherever you get your Facebook. Um, can I just – I just need to say something. Uh, Justin, I don't think I have to wait till 30 before my body just starts breaking down. <laughs> my knee has just been killing me the last few days just from walking and living life. So, what the hell? Thought I at least had till September. But supposedly the Bengals have released their new uniforms. They look like the same uniforms. Actually, other than their whites, look more like their color rush uniforms, you know? Yeah. They don't look much different. Yeah. And because they're... Uh, no orange pants. Missed opportunity there, but I guess that's kind of a Browns thing. The Browns yeah. have orange pants? Maybe they're Yeah, and there. it's something about orange pants. Whenever a team has orange pants, when they wear them, people think they're going to win. Tennessee does it as well. But if you'll recall, Tennessee was wearing orange pants when Kentucky beat them 34-7. to Remember that? That was good times. That was. I actually kind of watched the highlights of that game like three days ago. Oh, man. It was a real hoot. All right, yeah, these Bengals jerseys, they're just the same. They're the, basically the same, yeah. But we're just going to have all white uh, color rushes as our normal uniforms. Yeah. Let's get hmm. back to that text line, shall we? Sure. Texter says, I'm shook. Why does everyone in college basketball feel like they have more momentum than us recruiting? What's going on? Does it just feel that way because we are being picky? Or, no, it just feels that way because, one, Kentucky's already gotten Shubway and Grady, which is exciting. They've got a good incoming freshman class, Hickman and Collins and Hopkins, which is exciting. And they're clearly going to add more pieces. So that's what I was trying to just express last week is I get it, and it it may – it sounds like things are going to happen this week. But it it technically could be a few more weeks before we get a better idea of what Kentucky's roster is going to look like. I know it's going to have people freaking out, Roush, but just be patient. 
I think at the end of the day, we'll, all, we'll like the team that is put together. Momentum and timing are almost interchangeable sometimes. And right now, other schools are just getting guys. But I don't even I don't even feel like a bunch of other schools have a bunch of guys other than Tennessee got uh, what's his name Huntley Hatfield. Mm-hmm. It's a big gift for them. Duke. Auburn got Walker Kessler. So it's kind of just been teams close to Kentucky that have started landing more players and rounding out their rosters. So like, I think it's pretty natural for folks to get a little nervous about like, well, okay, well, what's Kentucky going? Well, look Kentucky like? got Kellen Grady, you know, two weeks ago. I mean. Two or maybe three weeks ago, and you can't get them all either. So there, there, there's there's a fine balancing act you have to, to play in this stuff. It's also just kind of weird having this transfer portal game being played. Mm-hmm. First time for everything. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's just got to be patient with it, otherwise you're going to drive yourself crazy. A texture says every rumored college basketball rule change is just is just putting a band aid on a bullet wound until they fix. Help defender charges. Make it an 80-20 call instead of 50-50, and we're good. Yeah, no. I, 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 These things will help, but if you really want basketball gameplay to look better, you got to eliminate the charges. Uh, when you watched the NBA game yesterday, did you see a bunch of charges? No. You may see a couple in a game, and they're actual charges. It's not just like, oh, I'm unathletic. I it's can't do anything here. kind of buried his shoulder in somebody, yeah. and it's usually all, when the guy just plays good on ball defense. We, it, it really is watching weird watching NBA after watching college. Takes a little while getting used to. They're good. They're really, really, really good. Another text says, Mountains are blue. Don't know how Justin doesn't like these bad boys. Oh, no, had some Coors over the weekend, one texter did. How about that? Yeah. You know, Justin just spits in your face. Didn't, didn't have a great weekend, did you? <laughs> did you have any beers this weekend, Justin? Of course. I have beer every day. <laughs> what, what do, I don't have to wait for a weekend. <laughs> Every day that ends in Y. Yeah. How, how many beers a day? Uh, two, three at the max. Well, there's no way that's the max every three day. at the so max. Certainly, every day. I mean, there, some days you let your hair down. Yeah, there are certain days where I'll just have the goal to tie one on and might down about six or eight. I mean, I'm not a big guy, so I can't down that many. Mm. So does three at like your nightcap three? Does that get you just kind of like? Oh, three gets me in the perfect spot to go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Love learning more about Justin. <laughs> Speaking of twins, I also appreciate Justin's just doing what I did in college. Still, no, oh, just having a couple beers every night. Yeah, that's why I'm not married, guys. See, see why I'm holding off. But I will say, I, I'm I'm not for the with few exceptions. I'm not just like have a couple beers just to have a couple beers. Most of the time, I like if I'm drinking, I kind of want to like tie, tie one on. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I'm maybe if I'm at a lunch or something, I'll just have one or two. I'm similar. I'll also like you just cut grass. I'm gonna have a cold beer, or if I'm yeah. having like a pizza, like some some foods. I think fried fish. If you got to have a cold beer with your fried fish sandwich, or like with pizza, it just tastes a little bit better. Oh wow! Of course, Justin links CNN on the Facebook page. I mean, what do you wow. want from me? You want me to put the local was MS local NBC, Cocoa Beach station? Was MSNBC available? I, I did a quick a quick little Google <laughs> search. I was the first one that popped up. I'm kidding. I don't mind. It's a wild, wild video. Yeah. Uh, somebody I saw like shared somebody that was actually at the beach, and they took their own pictures of it, and that was pretty wild too. Um, I just couldn't imagine that happening right in front of you. But it, it did, and glad everything's okay. The text I started reading, speaking of twins, remember Lisa Ann's comments about some members of the 2015 team? Won't go into detail, but she had a lot of urges. Uh, who's I don't know who Lisa Ann to is. To Bobby Vitrino, our players. Lisa Ann is an adult actress. 
Oh, wow. I did kind of forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. An old adult actress. Yeah, she, she's one category of star. <laughs> I don't know what you're referencing, but I yeah. can probably just imagine uh, that it's, it's, it's no... Man, I forgot about that. It's, it's no good. Uh, I had forgotten about it, too, and I don't really remember the full context, but it did enough to, to ring a bell or two. Let's go to another break. We'll come back. More text into the show. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin K. There's not an appetite for casino gambling in Kentucky, but please give us our penny slots back for the lot. We need them. God, do we need them? Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your Monday morning. Car stuff has car audio, car audio installations, remote starts, auto body supply, wheels and tires, anything for your car. And they've got bike stuff as well. Audio parts, bike detailing repair, anything for your bike, anything for your car. 5725 Bargetown Road or give them a call at 502-239-9554. Have you all... This is we got a we got a ton of text, so we'll have to get to the text line here in a moment. But have you all been keeping up with this soccer super league? I just saw that it was happening. I don't know any of the details, um, and I also saw that people were mad because it, it, it's basically going to end the Champions League, right? That could end everything. Everything Bundesliga. Everything? Well, Bundesliga is not going anywhere. As you well, no, none of them would technically actually end, but it or even it like wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the same, right? Yeah, like so. Here's what these leagues are doing. So here's what, ba- what basically teams are, what clubs are they? I should it's say. basically the Italian league and then the uh, European. Uh, what is it? Yeah, I have a tough time thinking about like Bayern Munich. English, pr- it's English, pr- it. English Premier League, and then the Serie. A, it looks like all the teams are from there. Oh, wow. So they've already actually, like, agreed to do this. So, like, Real Madrid, AC Milan, Arsenal, Madrid, uh, Athletic, Atletico Madrid, mm-hmm. Chelsea, Barcelona, Juventus, Liverpool, Man City, Man United, oh, wow. Real Madrid, as I mentioned, and Tottenham. So they're just gutting the Premier League. So what has happened is, and like you know, the Spanish per, per Premier League, the, the, the two in yeah. the Spanish league, and then the big Italian ones. Wow! All these other leagues have said, if you go, you're you're done. Like you're never coming back. You're not welcome back, and your players aren't allowed to come play here either. <laughs> and we may try to get like UEFA and FIFA to work together to make like your players ineligible for international play if we can do it. Everybody's freaking out. Everybody's like, no, you cannot do this Super League because it's going to ruin they, – they, they're scared it's going to ruin everything. Now, these teams that want to do the Super League, they're like, we're doing the NFL of soccer. Like, we're getting the most reputable names, the biggest brands, and we're just going to be playing each other. Makes sense from a money-making standpoint. I mean, they're oh, all – Oh, it's, it's crazy. I mean, speaking of NFL, could you imagine just the NFL, like the Packers, Patriots, Buccaneers, Saints – 
and four other teams of your choosing just breaking off and having their own league that would be wild. I mean, really, it's, it's well, it's a little different because they're the, there's they're, a lot they're more basically teams. making the they're making an NFL. They're yeah. not breaking away from NFL. That's would, true. Would yeah. this be comparable to just Power Five breaking off? So that would be a better. That's what I, that's the comparison I was going to make. This would be like if like Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Oklahoma, Clemson. They're like, who cares about our conferences? Let's just join the Super League and let's play each other, and we'll crown our own national champion, best team in the world between us. And then like other teams in the SEC and Big Ten and ACC being like, wait, what the hell? No, you can't do that. You're in our league. You can't go join your other league. It's five minute abs. You can't. Or what is it? Six minutes after you can't do ab workout in five minutes. <laughs> Crazy. So everybody's all real worked up about this, and they don't know what they're gonna do. They're trying to get it to stop. You're having now like politicians, basically be like, uh, "We'll we'll step in and we'll make sure that this doesn't happen." We'll see. Boris Johnson says he'll he, he'll stop the Super League. If we're counting on politicians, go ahead and mark it up right now. It's Especially happening. Boris Johnson. I just wonder if you were a fan of one of those teams, how you'd feel. Right. Because it, I'm sure it ends a lot of rivalries that you've had with yeah. other teams, you know. But I guess, you know, on, on the flip side of that, it could create rivalries. And they only have 12 teams. Obviously, they're going to expect more. So you feel like other teams would be like, can we get in on this? Like, should we Seriously. jump ship? Uh, Especially from the Bundesliga. Let's go know? ahead. Yeah. Of course, the Bundesliga. Get the hell out of the Bundesliga. Well, Dortmund, well, Bayern. Uh-huh. Dortmund Te- sucks. Texture oh, five. Wow. Five zero two. Doesn't uh, Pulisic play for them, or who, who does he play for now? No, he's, Chelsea now, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. He started at Dortmund. I think he's playing really well lately too. I, I kind of liked all yellows. It's different. Texture says, "Does Justin think Goodwin wouldn't commit to the Cats? It feels like we could really take the SEC championship game step within the next two years, but I just have to wait until I see it on the field." Yeah, Justin, you think they're going to get Goodwin? Or? I did not think they were going to get Goodwin. There's more texts like that coming. Yeah, oh, I'm right. ready for it. I you figured ready? there would be. going to have to eat those texts. Still amazed by what Stoops, Mary, and Barnhart have done with Kentucky football. It's become extremely fun to root for. Also, the bonus loving and personnel was a nice little birthday gift. Thanks, Roush. Oh, you're too kind. A nice little burn- bonus loving and personnel. Oh, that might have been the guy that subbed in my DMs and I forgot to, forgot to respond. I'm bad about that. Man. What what was going on in your DMs? It was just like a casual football talk. Thanks, blah blah blah, kind of deal. But I was, I I I, I kind of got off my phone the last eight hours, or after about eight o'clock Saturday night. Gotcha. Poured me some bubble Durbins. Oh, mm-hmm. whoa. Oh yeah. That little bullet t- tenure tied one on. Yeah, pretty nice. I also have been amazed and just. Very happy with the steps Kentucky football has taken over the last few years. It ain't easy to do it in the SEC, and it's not – that's the – people may say it about the 2018 season. I don't know if they do or if they don't, but I don't think this is like a flash in the pan because it's just been such a slow build. And you look at the depth across the board. You look at the caliber of players Kentucky's bringing in. You're looking at the final list that Kentucky's on with these other schools. It doesn't – it's not something that happens overnight. It is a – it takes time to do it this way. It's been fun, and and, they, and I don't again. If fans just keep showing up, the sky's the ceiling. And we've <laughs> the sky's the ceiling. I like that. Uh, not the ceiling is the roof. But we we've reiterated it plenty of times before. The way they went about it with defense and in the trenches is it, it raises your floor much higher. So slipping up. I mean, last year was the slipping up. Now it's a matter of you've got some skill talent in there. 
Take advantage of it. Get some good quarterback play, and this the sky can be the ceiling. Isn't that the phrase? It is. I think it's uh, the it's ceiling not. is the roof. That's definitely not it. He's well. ta- he actually <laughs> thought that I messed it up because he's so used to the Jordan mess up. That right, he, he doesn't right. know what's real anymore. It was kind of like Trevor. Trevor just <laughs> knew that it was like some just put some words, order. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> then it would just be right. Uh, Texter says, "Good one to UK. A big old suck it to Justin." Nah. Wait till he transfers. I think you would be better off with a decommit because that could happen. I don't want to. I don't want to step on his toes with a decommit. Texter says, "Perfectly fine with someone having this opinion about one action news, but how does someone have this take when CNN video came out earlier this week? Most news isn't factually based anymore; it's majority opinion. Just call it both ways." Also, really funny that Dan Wolken is calling someone out for a bird brain take. Suck it, Dan Wolken. And it was a quote tweet. This person had sent in a quote tweet. Oh, was a Dan it the Wolken CNN headline or where, something? Yeah, there was some report where like... Oh, they were awful about it. 85 they really... or 80% of like one action news reporters was like, yeah, I do feel like we've like given false reported news or misleading news. Yeah. And Dan Wolken brought up that and was like, remember when Gundy said that that's where he gets his news? How embarrassing or something along those lines. And it was just Wolken taking a shot at a conservative. And this texter saying, like, I'm fine with people thinking one action news is a joke, but, like, this is pretty rich coming from Dan Wolken, which is totally true. Yeah, yeah. Dan Wolken, a huge goober. Did you watch 60 Minutes last night? I did. Man, that first story, juxtaposed next to that second one. The the things that people think sometimes, too, just blows my mind. Yeah. Uh, Wild stuff. Texter says, y'all really going to let Michael Bennett put out awesome merch before the Roll Call Boys even get a logo? First off, we have a logo. Thank yeah. you very much. And rolls and Second, calls. Secondly, uh, that looked like good merch from Michael yeah. Bennett. So that's, that, that's also, good for him. we have other jobs. And secondly, I was pretty close on a t-shirt deal and then literally just never heard back from the person. So mm. now I, I guess I'm going to need to go somewhere else with, with t-shirts. We, we, we had some stuff really about ready to go. Uh, but we'll... Uh, We'll have to start again and make it happen. Texter says, hey, Justin, suck it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Another Fighting words on a Monday. Says, volleyball cats, brutal scheduling draw. Let's hope they sleep well tonight and can rally for a big dub tomorrow. Good night, you suck it, and don't forget to take out your suck it and suck it. I don't think it's that big. Of, like I, When I woke up this morning, went to Twitter to see if they won, saw that they won, and then had to figure out when they were playing again and saw that they were playing today, my initial reaction was like, oh, that sucks. They were playing late into the night and they have to play again. But if they're not playing again until 9, who cares? It's also volleyball. The, no sport plays more games close together than volleyball. I had a little cousin this weekend. Played tra- like five games. Traveling soccer, and he played four games in a weekend. I was just like, can you imagine – like if, if any – like professionals were told to have to do this, everybody would just lose their mind. Mm-hmm. I know that professional soccer is different than much a bunch degree of, 12, of, di- a much of difficulty. Yeah, much different than 12-year-olds. But it was like, ah, good for these kids. they got to just be exhausted, though. And volleyball, they'll probably be tired after the I mean, game. I mean, but they can sleep in. Yeah, you don't play again until the 22nd. They'll be fine. Beat Purdue. Yeah. Suck at Purdue. Take them down. How much would you be willing to wager on Kentucky having a number 15 or better 2022 class when recruiting is officially over? It's really difficult to do that because <laughs> I, I wouldn't wager it because I bet it'll probably end up Boy. being twenty. I mean, so many of the big boys just are going to have bigger classes. Well, that's the that's the part is knowing the numbers game. 
Kentucky's probably not going to take more than 20 in a class ever again. I bet Kentucky's star average is top 20, and I'd be willing to bet that. 15, yeah, I mean, would yeah. I throw some money on it just for fun because gambling's fun? Yeah, sure, I'd throw some money on it because gambling's fun. But 20 I'd feel pretty good about from a star re- average ranking, which I generally think is sometimes a little bit better way to go about mm-hmm. analyzing classes. But it's probably going to be, I mean, uh, I, I would put some money that it would be top 25. Uh, yeah, definitely. Sign me up. Uh, in comparison's sake, like it said it on that 11 personnel, uh, I think the, tw- the, the highest-ranked class at this point that – there's only two classes that have had more uh, top 500 prospects, and that was 14 and 20. And, wow. and Kentucky only has eight commits. Those classes had three times the size. So they're well Ooh. on their way to being one of the best Kentucky's ever had. So. That is pretty, pretty awesome. Texter says, where is Trevor? Did he retire? We yep. actually sent him up to the farm. <laughs> All these years of hard work, he just needed to kind of be able to enjoy the fruits of his labor. Blankensbaker, throwback tweet, I keep pinned. These guys are such turd burglars. Enjoy. Man, one of my favorite. So did Justin not put in the Slang tweet? things, turd burglar. Love a good turd burglar. It was just basically a tweet of Blankenbaker saying, let me pull it up here. Says Shaquille Knight Golf from Louisville Doss High School is leaving UK. Out of high school, Knight Golf was a three-star prospect and held offers from Louisiana, Purdue, Indiana, Iowa State, Cincy. UK football remains the fire oh, that's festival gr- that's, of college football. That's awesome. I may have. <laughs> Shaquille Knight Golf doesn't play football anywhere, right? I don't really. Yeah, I think we all assumed he was going to transfer to Louisville, and he never did. Oh, wow. It even, um, the Mark Blankenbaker tweet shows up on my, (laughs) when I just go to Google Sean Kelnight Goff. Pretty popular that tweet it was. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's, he's not, he didn't go anywhere else, I don't think. He entered the transfer portal and never went anywhere. I'm going to have to give that a retweet. Thanks, Texter, for reminding us for that. That was great. Um, do you guys ask for no pickles on your Chick-fil-A sandwich? What about no mayonnaise on your McChickens? Oh, give me all of the stuff. Yeah, mayonnaise and pickles are two essentials of life. Yeah. TJ will disagree, but still. No, pickles are disgusting. (laughs) Crazy. Too much flavor, Justin. Too much goodness for Terry to ingest. Supposedly, there will be a story to come out about Vito Tizel that is not good. He said not an injury. You, uh, oh, there we are. Okay, my bad. Yeah. I, I got jumped around. Well, he was tweeting during the scrimmage, so <laughs> <laughs> not great. Yeah, when this text came in, I was like, Roush, do you know anything about this? And he was like, no, but, you know, maybe he's just not practicing this spring or something's up with that. Uh, it, him tweeting during the scrimmage isn't great. Not good for, like, the fun Mike Edwards, Vito Tisdale, no. you know, shtick, no, uh, the not, little not goof good. that we do if, like, he is suspended or something like that. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I, Do you I, think it's something like I'm, I'm hoping, really that we should be concerned about? I'm, or I'm hoping it was a academics thing, and he'll be back, you know, in the fall. He's just got to get his stuff together. You just hope that it's one of those things where he didn't script too badly that he doesn't get a second chance. So talented dude. So I hope they they can figure out a way to to make it work. Texter says. I want Frederick, Ty Ty, and one more guard, assuming Mintz is gone. If that happens, I think our roster is basically set regardless of Keon's decision. So the longer we wait for Mintz, though, the more 
So I feel like he's going to come back. Like I, I don't, I don't know if the weight is good or bad for Keon or Mince's chances. We have no idea. Uh, I, you would think weights are good. I would, I would say, but like when you have this much time to decide, it'd almost be silly to rush into one, burn yeah. a bridge that you may ultimately want to come back to. I still think Mince is gone. It's not really inside info or anything like that. But a Keon, I have no idea about. Uh, would really want Keon to come back. Would want Mince to come back too. But Texter, if you got Frederick, Ty Ty, and one more guard, that'd be amazing. Uh, that would be great. If you got Frederick, Ty Ty, and Mince, I think I'd even be all right with that. I still maybe would question star power a little bit. But if you got Frederick, Ty Ty, and let's just say Carr, then that's a dream come true. Then you're like ready to rock and roll. We'll see. I, I think if you get two guards, though, if you got Frederick and Ty Ty, I think it'd kind of scare another guard from potentially coming in. So. To me, it may seem that Frederick and Ty Ty are almost like mutually exclusive. Unless Kentucky, unless Kentucky just feels better about those dudes than I would think. But I think if you I, I think we just gotta assume they're probably gonna add two more guards and that will probably be it. Anything more than that would be awesome though. Those are just my takes. Texture says the alcohol issue really needs to be addressed at football games, but generally understand accept the benefits these donors get. While they have had blind spots with fans, this is a result of the system. It's how power conference athletics works, not just UK being blind to fan. These are athletic departments have to avoid subsidies from the universities as much as possible, but still be in the rat race of athletics to raise millions of dollars at the school. It's a lot of pressure to keep donors happy. Yeah, no, yeah. That's a well said text and kind of agree with, like, I, I didn't get mad because donors were there. I was already mad that they just said, hey, no spring game on TV, yeah. no spring game attendance for for the average fans. You see, I was, already, I was already upset with that. Had uh, 47,000. It was the largest Ooh. sporting event since the pandemic began. So It was like a real game. They named it MVP and everything. A-Day, man. A-Day's a big deal down there. Yeah, missed opportunity for Kentucky. But the beer stuff is much more the egregious, like, class dynamics of UK athletics that they just feel that we have rich to do people this. are responsible enough to do it and other but, folks see, aren't. I, I ultimately think it's just they know they have to for uh, at least that and they're like well we don't have to for the other ones we won't yeah because we're think, not beholden I, to them I, and I think that's dumb I, I yeah, and, you're, dumb. and you are right they they like if you're paying that much money to go to UK football game damn it if you want a beer you're going to get a beer right but it, they need to also realize to lesser scales like you know people buying season tickets just to have the worst seats in the house that could be a that could be as equally as a big financial commitment to them as it is for a rich person that's giving tens of thousands of dollars you know mm-hmm. so like you, they need to be you can throw bones here and there i i get it if soups doesn't want the practice open he doesn't want it on tv that you may just have to go to some donors and say hey look what you're giving you look what we're giving you here but the as simple as serving an alcoholic drink in the stands come on that's ridiculous so ridiculous texture says john here good monday morning to all mac or tie tie will work oh people forget about mac McClung. oh yeah some say they don't think mac mcclung works with a cow system but i think he does and it's the type of player we needed last season someone that could take over games which is the guy which guy would you rather have well got to go scout an area for turkey hunting so you all have a great day. Oh, he's just scouting an area for turkey. Mm. Not hunting turkeys yet. See if he can find, find any. Gotcha. Find a, t- Mac or Ty Ty, I'd, I'd go probably with somebody that's a little bit more proven, so I'd probably go McClung. But I think Ty Ty will be a nice little college player. I just think he may not be 
a great college player till his sophomore year. So Mac McClung would be phenomenal. He's so, I, he's somebody that can take over games. He's somebody that can penetrate Roush. Somebody that can get inside. That somebody that can get to the line. Uh, Ty Ty can do those things too. But I just again, I'm going to take somebody that's proven it at the college level versus somebody who hasn't yet. So I'd go McClung. Kentucky's got so many options. You just gotta just gotta get can't mess it up. Mm-hmm. Too many good options to mess it up. So don't mess it up, Cal. Yeah, in McClung's case, his uh, his old high school coach talked to Zach, I believe, Thursday or Friday. I don't know. The days kind of run together. It doesn't sound like he's in a rush to make a decision either. So that's why, uh, you know, a lot of these cases, it is a kind of wait and see game. We got we got to be patient throughout this process. Patience pays. Texter says, "I don't think UK's women's basketball coach is that good." Hey, suck it, buddy. No, I, I they I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. Right, I don't right. Think anybody has really a clue. I mean, she also kind of a kind of a weird situation she was thrown into this year yes. as a first year head coach. Yeah. So hopefully this she'll was the learning lessons year and can build on that next year. Absolutely, she'll get better. She'll learn the game more. That that happens with players. Certainly can happen with coaches too. Hey guys, I live in Iowa, so I've seen Fer- Frederick play a lot. Great player, sneaky good off the dribble, kind of like hero. Still need someone else. That's kind of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Like, bring him on. Nice piece to have. But ultimately, I would rather uh, get other proven guys as well. It'd be fun like mm-hmm. to have Frederick and just be like, all right, uh, let's just get see if him and Dante can get hot. And then if they just start firing, be, it'd be entertaining to see how that would all shake out. Everyone focus on offense, but with the players Cal is bringing in, he's going to have to change up his defense philosophies too. He won't have the athletes that can just overwhelm on the ball and switch every screen. I don't know if you necessarily can say that's true. Like they're gonna ha- they're gonna have to kind of get creative with Oscar because you saw that with Baylor, they would just they would switch, try to get a Gonzaga big on one of their guards, and then just take them to town. Teams will try to do that against Oscar. And so, that will be the bane of my existence is switching Oscar Shubley on a guard. But Maybe. I think that they won't be able. To, they'll have to. They'll have to do something different, and he'll get stuck from time to time because that's just basketball. But it can't be a consistent thing. They'll have because that that will not be pretty. Now the thing is, you also have Damian Collins near the rim. That will be fun. He's going to be a he big can time play helper. such a big part of this <laughs> if and, he if he just. Lives up to the hype as a shot blocker. And Hickman's a good defender. And I think Grady's solid. I don't think Grady's a lockdown defender. But Hickman, I think, has got some possibility. And if they get tie-tie, well, we'll see about the defense. But you're right about Oscar, at least off the get-go. Teams are just going to try to get him isolated, and that ain't going to be good. And it'll be a good way to get him in foul trouble, too. Mm -hmm. So I hope they'll have a plan for that. I'm sure they will. Nerlens Noel, still an obscene shot blocker. My God. Yes. (laughs) Oh, Cameo sets the base price for you, and you can go higher if you want. They set the base price? I guess based on your followers or something on social media. That seems – what if you were just like, no, I want to do as many videos as I can for people for very affordable prices? I don't know. Not not in my realm. Tell me, Mr. Cameo. What about that? The makeshift driving range at Seneca was closed for Thunder, but here is a pick – from my in-laws' house, who lives across the field, Justin's just not sending in pictures that go I, to text. You can't send pictures of the text lot. Eh, what you do, what you do, Justin, is you click on the picture, uh-huh. and then it opens up another tab, uh-huh. and then you'll just copy the image, and then you'll paste it over into wow. the text lot. Got so it. easy. I've never been able to figure cool. out how to do it, uh, but I do want to kind of see this text. To see it's if- just a picture of fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, there's a kind of a reason I didn't send it. Like we've all seen pictures of fireworks. We Justin have being a hater today. I, I'm I'm with you, Justin. I've seen many pictures of fireworks. 
Yeah, but I want to see, like, I, I, you know, Texter took the time. Anyone would take money to do videos for people if they would pay for it. Jealous that not everyone is in demand. Wow, beautiful picture of the fireworks. <laughs> Got a buddy that lives over there. I bet they could have seen him from their house. Ja- sheesh, that is a ton of fireworks. Nick and TJ, you could not be more right than the Fisher Veep observation. My favorite Fisher, ga- is it Gaff or Gaff? Gaff. Gaff. Goof. Goof. Was the UK pros versus Dominican national team game at halftime when a drunk Mayor Fisher grabs the mic and says, come out to the World Fest this weekend on the Belvedere and celebrate our Chinese and our Mexicans. Wow, that happened? I can believe it. I totally could believe it. <laughs> I have no idea if that happened or didn't happen. The World Fest it, is pretty cool. I've been it, to that. That sounds like Mayor Fisher. Do you take a nap on your couch or your bed? Either or. Uh, yeah. yeah, it depends. Yeah, it really does depend. Really? If I, if I think it's got the potential for something long, then bad. To nap with Duke now, he gets to, he wants to play on the couch and like climb up on top of the couch. So can't nap with him on the couch anymore. And also, if I nap on the couch, he'll eventually come over and like wake me up. It's like, God. Nah, you little dingus. Yeah. Frederick rumors mean anything for Mintz not returning. Seems like he's still really involved with the team still. Why do you say that? Maybe they're posting pictures or something. No, that'd be cool. I, I would love for Mintz to come back. Would really, and I'd gladly like eat crow and be like, "Oh, I thought he was leaving, but he ended up coming back." I'd be fine with that. I don't obviously, I don't care. Uh, would love it. Mintz could have a huge, huge year, but uh, I still think he'll be gone. Yeah, I, I think just the 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 fact Kentucky's reaching out to so many guards should tell you what what the how they feel about Mintz too. Now, on the flip side, they're not landing it you know they've only landed one guard up to this point Mm -hmm. so maybe they're still unsure but i think they think he's leaving too and that's why you're seeing them reach out to every guard and their mother played cover bridge yesterday that course was immaculate however i played bad my total was 104 but i did birdie the last part three in part 18 that was just good enough to keep me going i'm ready for another round that was nothing better than birdie in a part three i don't think i've ever birdied a part three that's embarrassing actually i wouldn't tell that to people i did during a golf scramble i got closest to the that doesn't count well, I got closest to the pin and hit the putt. Yeah, it that should count. count. It How does that not count? Because it was a scramble. What? You had the reliance knowing if you had a bad shot, you've got three other people. I'm actually playing you. my first scramble in two years this weekend. Very excited. What the hell, Roush? The first one in two years? Dude, I worked Saturdays for eight years. That's when most golf scrambles are. But I'm back. Can we Woo! get in a scramble us three with someone else? Yeah, if we we'll, need to get we'll wreck good, some KRC. We got to get our best KRC listener if it's going to be us three, though. Yeah, need a, need a <laughs> no, no doubt about it. We definitely should and will. We'll we'll get plenty of golf in, folks. Don't don't you worry. Um, covered bridge, beautiful course. So Mook, glad that you had fun. The reason I love part three, a, a birdie on a part three, is literally there's only one score that you can have better an entire golf round, yeah. regardless if it's a par five. Par three, and of course you're taking the easiest one on the par three, but a two, that's great. Nothing, uh, twos just make me so happy. TJ definitely knows who Lisa Ann is. He's just afraid the wife is listening to the show this morning. 100% don't know who Lisa Ann is and certainly wouldn't be afraid if the wife heard me talk about a film star, but don't know who Lisa Ann is. Can say with 100% confidence and certainty that I do not know who that person is. Good morning, guys. Yes, Columbus borders Phoenix City. And they do spell it weird. Uh, Alabama, and yes, we are recruiting Michael Williams out of Hardaway High School in Columbus. He is an absolute animal to watch in person. Keontae Goodwin said that he's actually trying to get him up to Kentucky. Wow, look at you with your Georgia-Alabama geography. Wow, I really passed that test.
You're disgusting if you don't like pickles. Wow. Pickles, pickles suck. TJ certified disgusting. There was a picture of the love man. fried pickles. Did you see? I, I, I'll, I've got a funny pickle picture that I'll send you. No, that sounds inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you don't it's send a, it to get me. Get your head out of the gutter. It's a pickle picture. <laughs> Seems like most of these teams. Uh, fans are quite upset about the Super League. Liverpool fan groups are already removing their flags from their stadium, which is a big deal in Europe. Oh, cry more, babies. I ha- I do love that how the soccer fans protest over there. Like They go to the nth degree. Makes me happy to see how fired up they get. No, we do the same. We do the same stuff over I here. I saw a picture of them protesting over raising ticket prices for lower bowl uh, for above 75 bucks, like American dollars. 75 bucks for a lower bow seat sounds like a deal. Yeah. Oh, Byron supposedly is holding strong and saying no to the Super League. Oh, so they're, right, they're let, for the people. You, you let some of these teams see how much money could be potentially in these Super Leagues. They're, they're saying that it's just going to be like unbelievable money. Uh, then we'll see who's making the good choices. Love this text. If the Super League means USA has a better shot at the World Cup, then I'm the biggest Super League fan ever. <laughs> I agree with that text so much. I also like that right now it's just Super League. I hope they keep it and just call it Super League. Even in English, too. Just Super League. Da-da-da-da. You put a cape over it. I think it. they are. I think it's just going to be the Super League, which is a great name. Yeah, I'm all for it. Uh, what's the next text? Um, hopefully my computer does. Any updates on how Josiah Hayes' neck looked this spring? Nope, sorry, didn't get a good look at it. <laughs> Texture says, PR 101, just don't send the damn tweet, plain and simple. Oh, veto. Screening. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Robert, what is the scuttlebutt on the Illinois basketball transfer? So the scuttlebutt, Robert, I don't know if there's truth to this or not, but I'll just tell you the rumors. The scuttlebutt is that like Orlando Antigua is going to come over to Kentucky and bring Adam Miller with him. That's mm. the that those are the rumors. Right? Is that true? I have no idea. Yeah, but so, I, I would love me some Adam Miller. I still want Adam Miller. I'd much rather have an Adam Miller than a CJ Frederick. If we're going to be oh, honest. you hate Kentucky kids. No, I would like both of them. But if one could help, like if one could so keep away another, you hate Kentucky. Kids. Suck it. Thoughts on KFC? Is it the gas? Is it the gas or the absolute freaking cannon? <laughs> Not sure if you guys heard about the KFC bowl, but get what? that baby for lunch like and you'll be ago. mind blown. Popcorn, tri- chicken, mashed potatoes, and gravy, shredded cheese, corn, all in one bowl, exquisite diesel. I always get original recipe if I go to More KFC. like 25 years ago, Nick. I was eating that in early high school. Days. Yeah, it's really Like, old. what are we doing? Yeah. It was the best culinary invention in Pekin since <laughs> well, sliced bread. We actually had to drive to another town. Oh, okay. Yeah. We are not blessed with a KFC in Pekin. A texter says, I dare you not to share this picture, Justin. Justin, just some puppy smiles for your Monday. And it's a picture of a dog, and Justin did share it. Wow. See? I learned something today. Thanks, Texter. That's a well, Thanks for giving dog me a looks shot. looks like it sheds so much. Too. Oh, yeah. Water hair. And Doug looks like a little rascal if I've ever seen one. <laughs> no, Nick, it's pronounced gaff, gaff like, GIF. like GIF. The mayor did say that. It was made fun of on sports radio at the time. Wild. It, oh, I, I went you know what? He was incredibly rant. popular until like two years ago, too. Not really. Eh, he was pretty popular. He's always a goober. He's been like our only mayor in what, 12 yeah, years. Yeah, no, he's been mayor forever. Him and Jerry Abramson, mayor for life. Yeah. Yep. All right, we're out of time. I'm gonna do this is a eventful show. I'm gonna do a Patreon podcast later today, so y'all have that to look forward to if you're over on the Patreon.com. And then whenever we do get these shirts, you all are gonna get the first stab at them if you want them. 
and we'll probably give several away for free as well. So everybody have a good day. Thanks for the text into the show. I guess it's going to be a pretty newsworthy week, which is good news. Very we'll, exciting. We'll stuff. be back on Tuesday. Go UK volleyball, cats. Craig Skinner and the girls. Boiler down. Second for